0: Hello everyone, welcome to the Football Betting Podcast. Whether you're watching or listening to us, welcome. I'm your host Tom Pipkin and I'm joined as ever by my co-host Tom Walker.
1: Bonjour. Uh, I am currently wearing a France 98, no 96, sorry, 96 football shirt uh, in response to my defeat last week in the kit wars. So I was trying to keep everything consistent and go with a French introduction. So welcome to the show, everyone.
0: Yeah. So whilst, you know, a lot of you listen on audio still, that's where, you know, most of the listeners come from. But those of you who do watch on the video, you'll see we put our own kits on every week. Um, I've gone for a fake Wrexham top. So there's a story behind this one, because a lot of you are probably looking at me and thinking, what on earth is he wearing? Um, Years ago, me and Tom both had a foot we lived together and we had a fo- file of football manager and we both managed Wrexham and we must have played for about a good 15-20 seasons as Wrexham each. Um and I got to the Premier League, we'd make our own kits every season and import them into the game. And kindly, for my 30th, Tom made me one of the kits that I made back in the day as as Wrexham. So That's why, you know, we've got Premier League badges on the side. We're sponsored by Amazon now at Wrexham and Apple is the front of shirt sponsor for Wrexham. So, you know, you never know, actually, with with the Ryan Reynolds takeover, this
1: could be reality for Wrexham. This is what I was going to say, mate. One day that's going to be retro, that is. And uh, people will be looking back when they're sponsored by Apple and Tesla or whoever, I don't know. Um but yeah, uh you got your first win in the kit wars. So I pulled out probably the best shirt I got in my collection uh just to put put you back in your place. So yeah. <laughs> However, moving on from kits, Tom, what a week we've had. Mm. Bloody hell.
0: Yeah, really good week. Um so we won the bomb proof last weekend, the first one that we've had where we've combined forces and had it boosted exclusively on matchbook. Um so I know lots of you got on that treble. you tweeted us afterwards uh, come five thirty whenever it finished on Saturday saying you've got on we saw so lots of winning bet slips, which is great. um yeah, and just to reiterate it is an excellent opportunity to to jump onto our sponsor's matchbook um and get a 20 pound risk free bet on the bomb proof treble. So lots of you did it last week. you put a 20 pound risk free bet on the bombproof treble. you get it back as cash if it does if it didn't win. And you won at odds of 5.0, um, so you'd be, you know, 80 quid better off um,
1: yeah, as a result we, of doing it. And it yeah, and we followed that on, didn't we, with uh, a midweek clean sweep. Uh, so those of you that follow us on Twitter, T underscore FB podcast, uh, if you jumped on our, it ended up being a, a treble as one of the games got called off uh, for a frozen pitch, not COVID, which was refreshing. Um, but yeah, we got a clean sweep there as well. So last six tips have all come in, uh, so that has clearly ranked up the pressure for this weekend to see if we can uh, keep that going. But I feel like we're in a good spot, and I enjoyed the docket, to be honest. Yeah. I think I think there's some there's some really 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 strong favourites that are quite short prices, but you know there, there's plenty of opportunity uh, throughout the four divisions.
0: Yeah, definitely. There's a lot of strong favorites, aren't there? So, we're mm. going to do what we usually do this week. So, we're going to look through the Premier League, the Championship, League One, League Two, picking out our best bets. Um, all the odds we read out on the show today are from matchbook.com. And as ever, you can go to matchbook.com and sign up using the registration code uh, TFB podcast during the sign up process and get yourself a £20 money backers cash uh, free bet offer. So, yeah, without further ado, then let's dive into the Premier League. Watford against Norwich, big relegation clash kicks us off. Watford are two point one, the draws three point six, and Norwich are three point eight five. Um, any
1: particular feelings, any which way for this one, mate? Uh, result wise, uh, I mean, if if I had to go for something, I'd probably go for draw or Norwich. To be honest, but I think the sensible money is both teams to score. Uh, it's priced at 1.77. A uh, couple of statistics to support that. Watford scored in seven of their last eight. And they haven't kept a clean sheet this season in the Premier League. Uh, they've only kept one in all competitions. And that was against Palace in the uh, EFL Cup. And Norwich, known clean sheets in their last seven games. They have collected two or three this season, which I'll surprised at, uh, But none in their last seven. I do worry about them scoring. They are quite low scorers. So this is more leaning on the fact that Watford having a clean sheet all season in the league. Surely that means that Norwich, who have you know got themselves together a little bit recently, uh, will be able to find the back of the net.
0: You'd think so, wouldn't you? I had exactly the same thing down, literally the same stats as you, pretty much. Mm. So, yeah, happy with that one then. Let's move to Everton Villa, which is the first Saturday. Obviously, Everton... Dispense with Rafa after their defeat to Norwich last weekend. Uh, Long time coming. I know you spoke at length on the pod in previous weeks about how he was never a good fit in the first place, how they should have got rid of him literally months ago. Um, Do you reckon this could be a turning point or do you reckon there are one to avoid again this weekend?
1: Yeah, one to avoid again. I'm really excited for this game. There's so many wrinkles there's the, mm-hmm. the whole Liverpool are heavily featured in this game and they're not even playing. There's Danny Ings, there's Coutinho, there's obviously Gerrard against Everton, uh, and mm, then you've yeah. got then you've got the the big dunk factor. Right, last time he came in, he, he did a stellar job and really galvanised <laughs> everything. So I'm a bit nervous about going against him. Uh, and yeah, Villa, I think I would side with them if I had to. But honestly, I had this down as as a bit of a A red flag to be honest I'm really excited from an entertainment point of view but I don't know if you've got anything that you want to push forward in terms of tips
0: I was just leaning towards both teams to score Mm -hmm. rather than anything on the result basis Um, seven consecutive Everton games have been both teams to score they've conceded the first goal in nine consecutive games which shows you you know instantly starting on the back foot which is Never good, and Villa with, are without a clean sheet in four consecutive games as well themselves. So, two defences which aren't exactly watertight going up against each other here. So, yeah, I could see both teams getting on the score sheet. OK. Brentford against Wolves, then. That starts off at three o'clock. 3.2 for Brentford, 3.05 for the draw, 2.62 for Wolves. Um it's not the strongest tip of the weekend, but it's a good price. Uh, Wolves, I've got down here, 2.66. I'm looking at Brentford and I'm thinking, like we keep mentioning, they're just not doing very well at the, at the moment, are they? They had that fantastic start to the season, but since then, they've been really poor. Uh, they lost five of the last six league games. We saw them lose last night to Man U 3-1, uh, go 3-0 down at home. They too, like Everton, they've conceded the first goal in nine out of the last 10 games they've played. So they're another team who are kind of, you know, starting poorly, conceding first, putting themselves on the back foot. And I think if if they do that again to this Wolves side, I feel like Wolves are defensively organised and good enough to keep Brentford at bay. Like if Wolves go 1-0 up, I'd really worry for, for Brentford in this game, especially then if Wolves could potentially go 2 nil up. Then it's game over. Um, so yeah, Wolves at two point six six could turn out to be a decent price because wolves are on a good run of form themselves at the moment.
1: Yeah, I've got down here that they're the hindsight price of the weekend. Like and Not what like I mean that. by that is, yeah. you know, we'll we'll have a look at five o'clock or whenever. And you know, Wolves would have won 2-0 and you would have got a team chasing the Europa League with the second best defence in the entire division. At 2.66, and you'll be kicking yourself that you didn't back them. My main issue, Tom, is with Wolves all season, and I've been backing them all season, is I've never been that confident with them going forward. But they've scored seven in the last three, and that's without Huang, who I thought was a really influential player going forward. So, yeah, that only strengthens the tip. I think I'm uh, all in on Wolves.
0: Yeah, if you want that extra bit of security, double chance. Uh, Wolves or drawers, 1.42. Um, so you could go for that as an alternative. Uh, Leeds-Newcastle then, 2.08 for Leeds, 3.8 for the draw, 3.9 for Newcastle to get the win. I don't know about you, but I'm, I'm certainly not touching Newcastle with a barge pole, especially until they get a few more decent players in. Um, and Leeds, off the back of that excellent win away at West Ham last weekend, I actually, I think this is the first time this season I have said on the pod that I think Leeds will win this weekend.
1: <laughs> I think you're <laughs> right, mate. Uh, I think this is a great price. Leeds, as you said, above uh, just a whiff above evens. Uh, and yeah, like Newcastle are winless on the road all season. Worst away record in the league. That mm. Newcastle are showing me absolutely no reason to get with them at the moment no. home away i don't care who they're playing like if they play bottom worst team in the league right now is burnley newcastle at home to burnley still wouldn't back them, so i'm i'm all in on leeds possibly that west ham performance and win was such a big one might be a turning point and we might see leeds now finish a little bit more comfortably i think they'll be a little less you know looking over the shoulder because uh, they were mightily impressive. Rafinha, whew, what a player, man. Honestly, mm. what a talent.
0: Big time. Um, right. So finally, three o'clock Manu against West Ham. 1.99 for United. Just a shade under evens there. Uh, 3.8 for the draw. 4.1 for West Ham. Uh, 4.1 for West Ham. We've seen them turn over a couple of the big boys already this season, including Manu in the Cup
1: look a bit big to you 4.1 it is big it's big I'm I'm not brave enough to go with that are you
0: <laughs> no, no 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 not confident enough to tip it out um I had both teams to score I don't know about you yeah same here yeah 1.66 is the price United no clean sheet in the league in five consecutive games uh West Ham scored at least two goals in their last five games so they're you know on top form going forwards, they do still concede plenty, but at least the scoring. I look at United and I think, who have they, considering this is a both teams, a score tip, in their last five league games, we've seen them concede to Newcastle, to Burnley, to Brentford. These are three struggling sides right now. And if you concede into them, you're going to concede at least one, surely, against a West Ham side who are
1: scoring plenty of goals right now. Yeah. I mean, two um, that's, alarming. That's from that. Two alarming stats, mate, for me that just leapt off the page. United one clean sheet at home in the Premier League this season. Really? That's absolutely insane. Not it's January. Not good. January, uh, and they've conceded three more than Burnley this season. Wow. And Burnley are bottom of the league. It's just, it's just absolutely alarming. On the, on the flip side, you know, scored thirteen last fourteen. West Ham fourth best attack in the league. Bowen, with Salah being gone, he's arguably the most devastating player in the league right now. Uh, mm. I I would say. Um, I I know he's not a huge name playing for City or or anything like that, but you know he to me looks the most dangerous player in the league at the moment. And yeah, West Ham scored in seven consecutive games, and in those seven, they've scored more than one six times. So great, great statistics for both teams to score here. Yeah, yeah, big time. Okay then, so Southampton,
0: Man City rounds up the day's action in the Prem, Uh, 12.0 for Southampton to get the win at home, 6.6 for the draw and Man City 1.29, very short as you'd expect to get the win here. Um, Considering that Chelsea don't play. Liverpool don't play. Man City can go
1: what about sixteen points clear? Is it at the top of the league? If they win this game, I think. I didn't even look. I'll be honest with you. I've got wrote down here Man City. That that's my research because yeah, I've
0: got carried away. It's not sixteen. It's fourteen. I'm just just checking. Yeah, 14. 14 points. Like I haven't even
1: done any research here. Like maybe you could get City and over 2.5 or something like that maybe they could get you know a 3-4 nil or one uh win but let's be honest it's it's going to be uh pretty simple for city i think
0: i i've actually got uh man city and under 4.5 so oh. i'm squeezing the lemon here
1: <laughs> yeah 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 what price oh, so is that, that what did i
0: say 1.29 on the nose or something like that i think i said yeah um 1.76 is the price for Man City and under 4.5. Uh, last six away games, won them all, all under 4.5. Um, that's seen that 2-1 against Arsenal, 1-0 against Brentford, 3-1 against Watford, 2-1 against Villa. You know, they're playing teams here, similar stature, slightly potentially worse than Southampton um, and they're not steamrolling them away from home. So that's, that's where I'm coming from here. So they are winning games away, but they're not battering people. So, you know, if you see another 4-0 to City, it comes in. 3-1 to City, comes in. Um, so, yeah,
1: one point yeah, seven mean, potentially. Fair play to you. You've, you've managed to find a good tip that's competitively priced in mm. a Man City game that's not against... Chelsea or Liverpool or someone, so yeah, fair play to you. Um,
0: Arsenal-Burnley then is Sunday's first game at two o'clock. We've got uh, three two o'clockers, 1.38 for Arsenal, 5.2 for the draw and 10.0 for Burnley. Uh, I don't think I'm going to go out on too much of a limb to say that I expect you fancy Arsenal for this one.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think Arsenal are are bullies, aren't they? They're like the best of the rest. Yeah, Yeah, so like a team like Burnley uh, are just going to turn up and and get comfortably beaten with Arsenal in third gear, I think. I mean, Ben Mee has said he's leaving. Chris Wood has gone. Uh, Maxwell Corne, that by far and away their most dangerous player, is away at AFCON. Burnley are in an absolute mess. This is the worst we've seen them in a long time. They've won one match all season. Why will that change? Uh, at the Emirates I don't see any signs as to why no I
0: completely agree so yeah Arsenal definitely for me Uh, Crystal Palace Liverpool then up next 6.2 for Palace 4.3 for the draw 1.63 for Liverpool Uh, I had down here Liverpool to win 1.63 didn't go any further than that but I was just looking at the stats head to head Liverpool have won 10 games in a row against Palace And that includes seven in a row at Selhurst Park. Um, So, yeah, they're a really good team for them to play. Palace seem to really struggle against Liverpool in recent seasons, especially at home. Um, I also think that, one, Palace haven't been playing great of of late. You know, I watched them against Brighton last weekend, uh, extremely lucky to get a point there. They've got a big problem of conceding from set pieces this season. And I think with Alexander Arnold whipping balls in, they're probably going to be in trouble from that aspect. Uh I just think Liverpool, despite missing Mane and, and Salah, they're gonna to have too much for Palace at the moment.
1: Yeah, I, I've extended it somewhat. I've gone for Liverpool and both teams to score. Three point <clears throat> excuse me, three point four five. If Vieira lines up with that. Olise uh, as a Gallagher three, that's that's exciting, that can score goals yeah. Liverpool, I mean we're currently recording uh, midway through the Arsenal-Liverpool game so I, I can't give you a full-time resort on that one uh, but Liverpool before that game had conceded five in their last six games in all comps so they can be got at, uh, I agree with you Tom, Liverpool should, should get a win, it's a very happy hunting ground but you know, I could see a three one maybe, uh Palace sneaking yeah. a goal. I think they could be good for it.
0: Yeah. Okay. I could see that too. Um next then Leicester against Brighton. Leicester priced at two point six six, the draw's three point four, and Brighton are two point eight eight. So, you know, fairly even this one with the
1: with matchbook.
0: Um how would you see this
1: one going? I mean, I'm kinda of siding with Brighton. I think The smart money is both teams to score. Whenever I feel like whenever we're seeing Leicester at the moment, both teams to score just has to leap off the page. They've scored in 11 straight games. They've scored 2.63 goals on average per match in that spell. And they've conceded 2.09 goals per game in that spell. So their games are, on average... 2.6 2.6 to Leicester and 2.09 to the opposition. That's a lot of goals. Nice. Uh, and Brighton have lost one away game all season, so you know they're going to be within this game. They're not going to get beat four five nil and you know kind of give up. They're going to be in it the whole time. Uh, and Brighton have scored uh, in eight of their last nine. Attacking like Wolves, attacking concerns have gone quiet recently. Uh, they've managed to to find a solution. And yeah, they're getting the job done. I would side with them if I had to, but I think it's a bit smarter to go both teams to score.
0: Yeah, <clears throat> similar vein. I was going to go over two point five. Uh, yeah, crossed at one point nine nine, just a shade under evens. Uh, like saying, seven of the last eight Leicester games have been over two point five. So yeah, I completely agree. I see Leicester, and I think goals yeah. so, <laughs> at both ends at the moment. So yeah, I think yeah. a goals bet in some form is. It's probably the sensible play here. Yeah, agreed. Uh, last one then: Chelsea against Spurs. One point seven one for Chelsea, so they're pretty heavy favourites for this. Four point two for the draw and five point four for Tottenham. Um, I I feel like I'm a bit on the fence in in this particular game. Uh, you know we've got Tuchel complaining that the team are tired they're on a, a pretty poor run of form by their standards we've seen spurs again uh, you know they're not on an amazing run of form but they turned it around late on against Leicester incredibly last night um is that going to give them a momentum boost they've had more rest than chelsea have I, I i yeah i'm not quite sure where to turn so if you've got any guidance for everybody then please feel free to take it away
1: mate this is a tough one because the two carabao cup matches between the two it was so clear how much of a gap there is between these two sides but a lot can happen in a short amount of time because that Tottenham turnaround against Leicester in midweek has got to do absolute wonders for the dressing room and confidence and all that stuff and Chelsea it's just negative noise constantly like even when Hakim Ziyech scored the other night against Brighton he just he looked annoyed Like, no one, like, really celebrated. Like, they're actually closer to fifth position now than they are top of the league. And at the start of the season, a lot of people were saying that, you know, they could win the league. I thought they could challenge. I thought the winner would come from City or Liverpool. But I thought that they would make it a three-horse race, and they simply haven't. Uh, Lampard lost his job when they were 12 points off the top, and that's what they are now with Tuchel. And yeah, I would be siding with double chance Tottenham, I think, 2.32. I've just, and that's purely on like mood, I think. yeah, um, I, It's not a strong tip. I'm really interested to see how it goes from an entertainment point of view, to be honest. Yeah, well, it's,
0: it's a good price if it does come in. It yeah. certainly, certainly is a good price. And we've seen Chelsea at Stamford Bridge haven't exactly been great. Recently, they've got one win in their six home games. They've conceded at least one goal in each of those six games, um, so it's far from any kind of fortress at the moment. So yeah, yeah, definitely an opportunity for Tottenham to to claim a bit of a
1: scalp. They had the excuse yeah. of you know Lukaku's out is our big you know whatever he costs nearly hundred mil striker like yeah. anyone would mit- he's been back for a few games now um, doesn't look like the system is getting the best out of it i've got a, a funny feeling that is because they're missing uh chilwell and james at the moment they're, mm. they're huge players for chelsea so yeah. yeah i'm not 100% sold on the blues at the moment
0: No, nope. okay well that is that then for the prem let's just take a moment to talk about our sponsor matchbook and
1: then we'll cover the champ league one and league two yeah, so we're really, really grateful for all the support that Matchbook are giving us this season. Uh, as Tom uh, pointed out at the top of the show, uh, we've actually changed the way that we're doing the trebles now. So uh, we're doing one treble combined. Last week was the first time that we did it. Matchbook exclusively boosted it, to have the official best price on the market. And a lot of people uh, that we heard back from Matchbook took advantage of the £20 um first bet back as cash if it loses and so people put that down essentially as a free bet if it lost they got their 20 pounds back and if it won then they were in the money Uh, and the offer is running again it is an offer that's running uh, throughout our partnership tfb podcast is the sign up code uh, when you open a new matchbook account
0: yeah do take advantage of that uh, excellent opportunity to to try to try Ratchbook to try Matchbook risk free. That's all I'm trying to say. And if you want to find the treble that will be boosted, because uh, last week Matchbook had it boosted to five point oh. The next best was four point six five, I think. Then Bet three six five, for example, was four point two four for the same treble. So. I know we're gonna champion Matchbook because they sponsor us, but it genuinely is the best price out there for the trebles. So well worth taking advantage of. Um and you can find our boosted bomb proof treble by going to Matchbook and searching for bomb. <laughs> Which sounds <laughs> yeah. sounds funny to say, but if you it's called the bomb proof treble, right? So if you search the Matchbook website using the search bar at the top for bomb, you'll find it.
1: Pretty much it's going to be the bomb-proof treble and maybe a horse that's running that day. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I feel like a horse could be called bomb something. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, uh, I also uh, put the uh, link, the direct link out on social media as well. So T underscore FB podcast. Just have a little look and a rummage through the timeline and and you'll be able to find the uh, direct link.
0: Yep. Okay. Right. Let's EFL then. So, Champ, biggest game in world football this weekend at 12.30 at the world-famous City Ground, Nottingham Forest against Derby County. Uh, Forest 2.02, the draws 3.35. Derby are 4.3
1: for the win. Tom Walker, are we going to get one over on them? No. Uh, It's going to be under 2.5, I think, which is 1.58. We we uh... have... I mean, both teams have been absolutely stuck in the championship year after year after year for a long time. And this derby hasn't been watered down, but this one feels particularly huge with everything that's happened that's happening over at the sheet pen. Um, I mean, historically, this game has finished 1-1 pretty much the last, I think it's five um, games between the two, has finished one all uh, eight of the last nine have finished under two point five. Let's focus on Derby right now. They might not be a club by what February, like, and that that is not being dramatic. That's not me as a Forest fan, you know, trying to make you know a storyline out of this that doesn't exist. Like that is an absolutely serious possibility. So mm-hmm. this could be the last Derby game as Derby County ever. So there's that portion of motivation. The fans at Derby have been through God the worst of the worst, basically. Uh the their existence of their club is staring them in the face. You can only imagine the motivation that giving their fans a derby win would would give them. You know, that would be an amazing if they are going to go under, they're going to want to go under, you know, winning the last official derby between the two clubs before they come back as AFC Derby or whatever they do, but uh, yeah, Derby fourth best defense in the league. Uh, I don't know if a lot of people realize how solid they are at the back. Um, I, I know Jagielka's gone, uh, but they are a very solid unit. You know, Curtis Davis has been absolutely reborn. He's been unbelievable this season, and I know Derby is second bottom at the moment. But you have to keep remembering that this is a side that is two points off Forrest without their points deductions. Two points mm-hmm. off. They would be in the playoff conversation. Now on on the face of it, their playing staff doesn't scream playoffs. You know, they've got a lot of kids, older players, cast-offs, etc. But they're making it work. If this yep. year, if this game is played, let's say there's no rivalry between Forest and Derby at all. It's just two teams. You know, I will be back in Forest. But I think the motivation and the kind of, we've got, you know, nothing to, all the pressures on Forrest. We've seen at home that they've struggled at times when the onus has been on them. They've got a better record away from home than they do at home. I could see this ending, honestly, maybe 1-1 uh, again, or nil-nil. Again. Yeah, or nil-nil. <laughs> I think yeah. it's going to be, uh, you know, Forrest won't want to lose it. Derby won't want to lose it. And yeah, I just think Derby have got too much motivation to to get beat.
0: Yeah, I I completely agree with everything you've just said. I pretty much the same stuff. Um, under two point five was the main one, and you know, you know when, when the exchange is pricing up at one point five, whatever you said, one point five six, whatever you said, you yeah. know, for an, for a gain to be under two point five, that's that's a short price, mm. um, and you just got to look at the stats that you read out to to tell you exactly why. Have, have you ever seen the film The Truman Show? No, I haven't. You know, okay? Do you know what it's about? No, not a clue. Well, basically, Jim Carrey, he, his life is basically watched by everybody on a TV show, kind of like Big Brother. So they all watch Jim Carrey as this character called Truman live his life on this little manufactured island where they're all actors. But anyway, there's this part in the show where he realises it's all it's all a facade and it's all a show. And he tries to escape on a boat. And there's somebody in the sky controlling everything, uh, like the director of the program. And he controls all the waves when Truman's trying to escape on his little boat. And uh, yeah, he basically causes tsunamis, wave after wave after wave, so he can't escape his little island and uh, escape from the show set. And I feel like that's kind of Derby at the moment, <laughs> battered by wave
1: after wave after wave of, you know, of EFL shit. <laughs> I, t- I tell you what that is, that was absolute football betting podcast hall of fame stuff. That was <laughs> what an analogy. I'm gonna clip. I'm gonna clip that up for everyone so uh, people can Brilliant. see that on Twitter. Amazing. Yeah, it
0: well, kind of ruined it a bit for me because you didn't know the film or what I'm trying to. Yeah, so I've got to
1: describe what I'm trying to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that made it that made it funnier. It perked my interest in the film. Maybe I'll check it out. And also, there will be <laughs> listeners and viewers that know exactly what you're talking about.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well. Anyway, there you go.
1: <laughs> anyway, who are you betting on in the championship this weekend?
0: Uh, right. Let's have a look. Who else do I have? Um, I was looking at Bournemouth. So Bournemouth are at home to Hull this weekend. The price at 1.65. Short price. Won't dwell on this one too much, but yeah, Bournemouth. They've only. Uh, only twice in 13 home games so they failed to score two or more goals. So they got a really strong home record. They won seven of their 12 home games. Hull, we saw them beat Blackpool, Blackpool Blackburn the other night, uh, 2-0, at home. But away from home, they've lost eight of their 13 games. So they don't travel particularly strongly. And I just think, you know, Bournemouth are... I, honestly... I feel like for a side in second, Bournemouth aren't the most trustworthy side, but their home form, the fact they score plenty of goals at home, should see them through in this particular fixture.
1: Lots of question marks over Hull. Obviously, they've been taken over by a Turkish group and... There are. He's
0: on the Turkish version of like The Voice or something like that. The bloke is
1: taking him over. I think so. I think he's like the Turkish Will. I am. I think. But, <laughs> um, but I oh, think, it doesn't bode. I don't know. It just doesn't bode well for me. This does it? Not really. But apparently, um, Grant McCann is under scrutiny, and they've got a shortlist lined up of new players that is exclusively Turkish. So. Who knows what's going to happen at Hull? Maybe there's some disturbances that you can take advantage of. Uh, Tom, hindsight, championship prior to the weekend, Huddersfield Town, 2.5 away at Reading. Hmm. Uh, fourth bottom against seventh. Reading are battered and bruised, aren't they? 7 nil loss to Fulham. And then they had, I-, I think this is worse. They went away to Middlesbrough and lost in the last minute, which I think is actually worse for morale than getting beat 7-0 personally, especially when you're not expected to get a, anything out of it and then you just get at kicking the teeth. They've got crazy amount of injuries, managers absolutely losing it. I don't know if you saw Pauno um, in midweek uh, and his rally cry to the press. It thoroughly recommended because he's absolutely lost it. And, no. and, and Andy Carroll <laughs> Andy Carroll is a free agent again. Like, he's gone. So it's an awful time to be associated with Reading. And Huddersfield continue to impress. Not going away. I really thought they'd fade away by now, but they're not. Uh, they haven't lost in any of the last five away games. And that includes games against Barnsley. Okay. But Bristol City, Burnley, Blackburn and Forest. They haven't lost any of them. So, going away at Reading should be, you know, a, a comfortable assignment for them. And if they're serious about the playoffs, they've got to win.
0: Yeah, 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 definitely. You know, they absolutely should have lost some of those games against Blackburn and Forest. But credit to them, of course. Credit to them, they didn't. They didn't. Yeah. So, and that's what matters. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I have a good price for both teams to score, I think. It's that's a 1.96. Okay. So, touch under evens. It's Swansea against Preston. Um, Swansea have kept one clean sheet in eight consecutive games. So very leaky. Preston, no clean sheet in 11 consecutive games. So we've got two poor defences and this is where, you know, the bulk of this tip is, is formed from. Preston are on a decent little run of form. Ryan Lowe's come in. They've got a nice little new manager bounce from, uh, from his arrival. And I just think... I could see this one being... Uh, it won't be massively high scoring, but I could easily see a one-all or maybe a team will win 2-1 or something like that. But yeah, the fact that both teams are so poor defensively, I'm surprised both teams to score
1: is is 1.96 because they are two teams capable of scoring goals. That's why you uh, do your research, Tom, so the profit yeah. chasers don't have to. That's right. right? <laughs> um, I am going to... I'm going to go on a, on a similar path here. and uh, I, I already can hear the despair from you and the profit chasers. I'm going to go for West Brom to win and over 2.5 goals against Peterborough at home. It's priced at 2.04. Now, West Brom have been, what's the word? Unflattering. Is that, is, that a, is that a good way to describe them? They're, they're still in the promotion hunt. They're still right up there. They still have automatic you know, as their target, but they're just not impressing and they cannot score goals. Uh, they are They are known now to be missing chances. But did you know, Tom, they've created the second most expected goals in the league? So they're creating the chances. That's not a problem. It's putting them in between the posts. Mm. So I'm swimming against the tide here, right? So I've just told you we've got a good side, a promotion candidate who have set up the second most amount of expected goals in the league. They're playing against Peterborough at home. They're the worst side on the road in the league and they've got the worst defence in the entire league. Let's put those two things together, put it in the oven and out should come a home win and over 2.5 goals pie.
0: I I think out should come Daryl DK holding a bit over 2.5 pie for you.
1: (laughs) Exactly Uh, that, right?
0: I'll score for you, mate. Don't
1: worry. (laughs) Listen, basically what I'm saying, this is last chance saloon for West Brom. If they don't deliver for me here, they're not seeing another cent. Another penny. Nothing. So yeah, I, I'm going I'm going for that. I just think everything together. Eventually, I think personally West Brom are gonna beat someone 4 5 nil in the next two months. I think. Because eventually there's gonna be one of those games where just everything goes in. Because that's the law of averages and that's how it works. Mm-hmm. So I think it could be this weekend.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh wasn't one I was going to pick out myself, but, I, yeah, no, know, yeah, I can see why. Yeah. Come on. Come on, DK. DK Pie, please. Do it for the boys. <laughs> DK Pie. Um, <laughs> any more in the champ for you? Because I'm done.
1: What do you mean you're done? How can you not pick Fulham at the moment? Look. Uh, They're priced yeah, at evens. I, I don't care. I was going
0: to look at Fulham and I was going to just throw one out there, like Fulham to score six plus goals again or something I, like that. Just, uh, <laughs> just for a bit of fun, but I, d- I don't know why they can't why? keep it up, they can't just keep going. Bam, no, no, bam, no, no, they, no.
1: they can't it's keep it's scoring early in the season. season. No, they can't keep scoring six and seven, but they're not. I don't think they're going to need to do that. They're evens 2.0 away at Stoke. Stoke's last two wins have come against Hull and Leighton Orient, so do not be fooled. Stoke are in a bit of a sticky patch and they're playoff dreams are kind of fading ever so slightly. Uh, It's a dramatically tougher test for Stoke. Obviously, we all know Fulham, 19 goals in three games. I mean, Barnsley have scored 16 all season and Fulham have eclipsed that in three matches. They have got the second best away record in the league and arguably the greatest ever striker seen at championship level. How, how, How can you not tip them. Uh, what am I missing?
0: Well, it's, uh, it's the thing I just feel like I feel I like Stoke a much harder
1: opposition. No, they're not. What? No. And myth, it's... myth busted. They're rubbish. Well, you don't be rubbish. You're not in eighth if you're rubbish. No, they were good before, but right now, this moment in time, rubbish.
0: No, I just think I don't know. I I just worry about Fulham. Yes, they've just plundered a ton of goals in the last three games, but before that, they have not winning about six games. Yeah. It, it, so it it's they tight. just still
1: worry me slightly. I'm swimming with the tide on it. West Brom, I'm swimming against. Fulham, I'm absolutely. I'm on my low, and I'm literally <laughs> floating with the tide here.
0: Um. Yeah. Well, what I was going to say anyway, if you want to back Fulham to continue their little goal spree you could have them to score over 2.5 at odds of 4.5 so that's a good price um over 5.5 goals in the game that's priced at 15.0 so yeah again you know maybe good price (laughs) um if you wanted to go over seven point five, that's twenty two point zero. Right, I think we that's should win in the
1: last two games. Right, I think we should three games even. We should move on to League One now because it's getting silly. We're getting arranging silly season, <laughs> <evening>. right? Okay.
0: <laughs> um, League One, then. There's, I don't know about you, but I feel for me, there's three absolute standouts, three stone wallers <laughs> in League One. They're all short prices um i'd be shocked if they didn't all win but you know we've got to read them out right
1: yeah i've actually got four stone wallers so i'm excited Mm. to to add a extra stone waller but go (laughs) ahead take it take it away
0: well okay (coughs) we'll go first with uh wigan they're at home to Gillingham. wigan are priced at 1.3 so I should expect that they're the shortest price in League One just this this uh, weekend. No losses in 16 consecutive games for Wigan. No wins in 14 consecutive games for Gillingham. Need I say more
1: after that? Do you know what? I think you almost said the shortest price of the season. And actually, yeah. I think it might be. <laughs> I, think, I don't know if we'll get. Like, I don't know what I don't know what could happen. Like, who's going right. to play who to to have this shorter? Um, yeah, yeah, one point three, I think. Yeah, Wigan for sure. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to take the second shortest, which is one point three four, which is MK Don's against Donny. Uh, Tom, I know you've been stung by MK a lot, and I know you're really mad at him, um, but. <laughs> They're playing Donny, who have one point on the road. They've lost 12 of thirty matches. They're going through a bit of a squad churn at the moment. I couldn't tell you much about the players they're bringing in. I've genuinely never heard of probably four or five of them. Um, and MK Dons, they've lost O'Reilly to Celtic, which is a huge blow. Uh, he is probably one of, if not the best player uh, in League One. But uh Corbiano, on loan from Wolves, championship standard winger, is making an absolutely huge impact. Just when you felt that MK needed an extra goal threat, uh, he seems to be providing it. So, should be. Absolute routine for MK. Should be. Yeah,
0: definitely. I agree. Uh, Rotherham then. Rotherham against Cheltenham are the third stonewaller for me. So, the 1.34 again on the nose, but we're going to take it a little bit further and go for Rotherham and over 2.5 in this one, which is priced at 2.02. They're playing Cheltenham, who have no wins in nine, no clean sheets in nine. So they're not playing very well at all at the moment. Rotherham have the second best home record in League One. They scored the most goals at home. That's 32 in 13 games. So that averages around 2.5 goals per game that they're scoring at home. Um, so that's enough alone to get this tip in and if you run down the home form they've won five games in a row uh, they've won 2-1 3-1, 5-1, 3-1, 5-1 0-0, 4-1, 3-0 you know that's the last what 7-8 games um, winning the vast majority of them and I think you know because they're scoring plenty of goals along the way they should again get a, a comfortable win against the Cheltenham side who are in no sort of form whatsoever.
1: Yeah Rotherham have lost that that like unbeatable kind of aura about them, haven't yeah. they? Uh, they've had their That's bubble. To, to Wigan now, I think. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> they've had their bubble popped a little bit, but I'm, I'm still faithful to the Millers. Yeah. Uh, Tom, honestly, the fact that you said there's three bankers this weekend, that fits my, the narrative around my mystery team. And it fits Everything that I want to say about Wickham Wanderers, they are away up Morcam. They're one point eight three. They're the best price of the the teams that we've read out. They're the new league leaders. I know before people start screaming at me. I know Wigan have got games in hand. I think they've got four games in hand. But guess what? They're games in hand right now. They they are equal to zero points. So. Wickham are the deserved leaders of this league at the moment. I feel it's going completely under the radar. I feel like since the very beginning, Tom, we tipped Wickham to finish in the playoffs at the very least this season. A couple of people sniggered at us. I think there's been a lot of fanfare around Ipswich. I think there's been more fanfare, and I I thought about this carefully. I think there's been more fanfare around Bolton for promotion than there has Wickham personally. Um, Then there's uh, Sunderland and Wigan and all these teams. And Wickham just get forgotten. And they're top of the league. And also, I didn't know that they had the second best um, form on the road this season in League One. When I think of Wickham, I think of Adams Park, Joe Jacobson scoring from corners, 97th-minute winners and stuff like that they've actually yielded more points away from home than they have at home this season. And it just goes to show that sometimes we can get stuck into these mindsets. And sometimes we, we have to research and realise that these mindsets are, are just based on previous seasons. They've lost yep. one of their last 10, and they're playing against a Morecambe side, who are third from bottom in the last eight-game uh, form table with the worst defence in the league. So I'm going to stick my neck out, give Wickham a bit of credit and say 1.83 will be a kind of theme of the show. Hindsight, price of the weekend in League One, I think. We'll look back at that and think, bloody hell, should have should have backed it if we didn't already.
0: Yeah, so what's our hindsight treble? We've got uh, Wickham, we've got Huddersfield and we've got Wolves.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's the hindsight treble. yeah Yeah, you look back friday five o'clock and you think bloody hell how did i miss them yeah
0: (laughs) there's a bonus trouble there for everybody yeah um okay league two then shall we yes for me there's slim pickings to be honest in this league so unless you've got a lot to pad it out with i'll go with one that i've got yeah go on which i know is different to one that you like so um Yeah, for me, Salford, 1.7. I feel like it's probably the first time, I think, that we've tipped Salford on the podcast, or at least I have personally anyway, this season. Uh, They're 1.7 at home to beat Colchester United. Um, Colchester in a really poor run of form. That's where the majority of this tip stems from. They've lost six games in a row, no wins in the last eight. It's seen them slide all the way down the table to 22nd. There's three points above the relegation zone. Uh Salford not doing too badly, three wins in the last five. They've lost just one of the last ten home games as well, as well. So their the home form is pretty strong generally. Uh, and as you you know, you messaged me midweek, signed Matt Smith from, from Millwall. Great signing for League Two Salford. Could be what they need to take that extra little push into the playoffs this season. If he can hit the ground running and get some goals in the second half of the season. So yeah, I I think you know they're justified at that price of one point seven, and I
1: think they'll get another win this weekend. Yeah, Colchester mid-table national team at best. Uh, mm. Obviously, Tom, you mentioned to me they've got Wayne Brown in to replace Hayden Mullins, so there is the the new manager bounce. I'm <sighs> doing inverted commas for those uh, who are listening.
0: Yeah,
1: I mean Wayne Brown might be the League Two Guardiola, but I'm. I think I'm happy to roll the dice against him. I agree. Uh, I honestly never heard of him. No, he played centre half uh, for Leicester. Bald head. Um, he played for quite largely EFL career. He he's what I would describe on Football Manager as a limited defender.
0: <laughs> I'm just googling him.
1: Just head head and kick. Yeah. it
0: looks like you wouldn't want to mess with him. For sure, uh, yeah. But I don't recognise him.
1: Well, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think he's the most memorable ex-footballer. You know what I mean? But anyway, he's in the hot seat. Hayden Mullins got the chop. Uh, who saying, are, he looks a bit like Ryback, the older uh, WWE wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> who would win in a fight? Dino Maria? Or Wayne Brown? It's got to be Dino. Dino. It's Dino. You. Dino. Dino
0: competition.
1: Absolute podcast favourite, Dino. We love him. <laughs> Who are FGR? Uh I got a couple of rules on the pod. Uh I don't like backing mid-table teams a lot of the time. I had one where I would search for Rotherham. Didn't care if they were home or away. Who they were playing, I'd back them. And Forest Green... Uh, and the same lines don't care if they're home away i don't care what the opposition are doing i don't care if they've won 10 in a row i'm back in forest green i think i mean the the league table shows you that they're the best team in the league Uh, They're top and seven points clear that they're on an absolute canter to league one the best attack third best defense and again this fits what i'm trying to say carlisle have been all right recently to be honest They've only lost one of their last six, but the best team that they've played in that six is Bradford, who are in 12th. So it's been a very kind run and the step up from Bradford to Forest Green away is absolutely gigantic. So FGR 1.68, tough game against Carlisle, but I think they'll come through for us as they have done numerous times this season.
0: Yep. Uh, I agree. Um, any more for League Because I'm out now. Those, no, those no, no, are the two for
1: me. no. no. We're, uh, we're all spent. So I am delighted to bring everyone to the Bomb Proof Treble section. Um, as we mentioned, last week was a winner. So I mm. am just going to quickly recap that. And then Tom is going to read out uh, the treble for the new weekend, exclusively boosted. Uh, at matchbook.com. So, on the weekend that was, we had Middlesbrough. They left it late, but they did win 2-1 against Reading. Uh, We had Wigan against Doncaster. Wigan on the road, again, same scoreline, managed to get a 2-1 win for us. And then Tranmere at home to Rochdale, the most comfortable, a nice 2-0 win to round off a 5.0 winner, uh, which was, as we said numerous times last week, the best price around.
0: Yep. And again, for this week's bomb proof treble, please do head to Matchbook. Take advantage of that £20 money backers cash offer. Um, best price again for this week's bomb proof treble. We are going to go for Wigan to win at home to Gillingham, Forest Green to win at home, as you just mentioned, and then Rotherham to win and over 2.5 goals in their game as well in League One. So, the price for that treble combined is 4.8 on Matchbook. Uh, If you do a quick little odds check, a check, the next best price is Bet365. It's 4.61 right now. And then you've got like uh, William Hill, 3.45, SkyBear down at 3.42. So, you know, with big bookies offering those kind of prices, Matchbook much better. Um, Yeah, please do check it out. But that is a treble that we're hoping to what, make it nine bomb-proof treble tips out in a row?
1: Yeah, uh, which would be absolutely class. So, yeah, uh, please send us in your bet slips over the weekend. You know, if you're not backing our treble, absolutely fine. We just want to see uh, what you guys are backing (laughs) so we can create a nice little topic of discussion. Um, Speaking of discussion, Tom, this is not my favourite portion, but it is time... (laughs) To have a look at the fancy football landscape. Yeah. Um uh, I'm we, just checking now. I feel uh, like I feel like fancy football has been a bit of a mess <laughs> because of all COVID and stuff like that, but it's slowly getting back to normal.
0: Yeah. Um I've had a good week. That's good. I'm just I've literally just checked it. Yeah, I got seventy three points, average was fifty one. That was alright, I'll take that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's good. I I mean, I did terribly. So just, if you can just glaze over that, that'd be great. And just read out the top 10 of the people who are actually good. Okay,
0: the top 10, we've got uh, Vincent Rayner, Brian Grant, David Doherty, Sam Barnard, Charlie Donnelly, Oliver Hogburn, Chris Hindle, Luke Stevens, David Brown, and a new leader with a whopping 96 points this week. Uh, Chantelle Cruikshanks um, with Haven't Jot a Clue, when clearly she has. Uh, <laughs> 1,459 points she's got, which gives her a lead of 31 over David Brown. So a little bit of a gap opening up, um, whereas it was all quite tight before. But yeah. So if you've got more than 1,459 points, you're listening to the pod, let us know. We'll give you the fantasy football code. You can join the league. You can leap leapfrog Chantal, uh, take your rightful place in the league, and you can win a £20 free bet if you are still at the top come the end of the season.
1: Absolute wizards, the lot of them. Unbe- unbelievable what they're, what megs, they're aren't they? Yeah, they? honestly, yeah. it's absolutely incredible. But yeah, uh, would absolutely love to see a couple of uh, new faces in there if you play fantasy football. And, yeah, please give us a follow on socials. Uh, Well, social, Twitter, T underscore FB podcast, hashtag Road to 2K. Uh, So please give us a follow uh, as we close in on 2,000 followers.
0: Yeah, and if you have enjoyed the show, I'd really appreciate it if you could leave a rating or review wherever you listen to your podcasts.
1: Yeah, that'd be absolutely great. Uh, So thank you so much for tuning in. Go well this weekend and good luck with the bets.
0: Thank you, guys. We'll see you next week.